0: um the students be healthier or better off or the whole country maybe even if the kids stay in college (laughs) and then we'll go back and forth and like i I mean if you're gonna do it just do it
1: just do it so we're about to be live ma'am give me one second
0: Now, one of the schools did some modeling and they felt like the um
1: can't hear you. Oh, I haven't been saying anything. Oh, okay, great. I was
0: like, <laughs> I <hearing me> <laughs> well, awesome. just heard my voice. And it's so horrible, you know, when you hear your own voice.
1: Um, you are not horrible. Stop it. So, welcome everyone to another edition of Content is Queen presents leaders and learners. And today we have an amazing leader. And one thing I do always appreciate about amazing leaders is they are lifetime learners. Always learning something new, always upping their game with new skills, with new knowledge, education and really just finding their path continuously, which allows them to be the leaders that they are. So without further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce you to Ms. Franny Jane and she is going to let you know a little bit about herself. And then i got some really good questions for her because I think this is gonna be good for you all. So welcome Ms. Franny.
0: Thank you so much for having me. It's a real pleasure and I love, you know, thank you for saying I seem successful. <laughs> you know, My job is like, success always is the kind of thing you say about somebody else. You know, it's not hmm. like you speak about yourself, but um, yeah, so it's true. I have had a lot of sort of change in my life and, and that was sort of one of the impetuses for starting my business. But, um, you know, I guess what brings us together is Terrawatt, which is um, my business, which is a marketplace that makes career coaching more affordable. And we do gr- group live classes on Zoom, actually, that's our um, the technology platform and so it's kind of like you know etsy or airbnb where we connect the two different sides and you know we make it more affordable and then if you decide if you like that one coach and you did you know the group class with them then you can hire them you know for one-on-one work if you want to take it higher but right now just to give you a sense of costs it's like i say the average coach is about three hundred dollars an hour for their time um, but most coaches don't even want to be paid for an hour. They want to be paid for a significant chunk of time to work with you like in depth, which is great. And that makes a lot of sense. And they kind of want commitment on your side. But the flip side is how do you know if someone's a great coach and just because someone was good for your friend doesn't mean it's good for you? Or what if you have no friends who have done coaching? So there's this whole issue of like, you know, coaches are looking for clients and people are looking for help. And, you know, how can we find this, like, thread the needle with everyone's needs. And so that's what I've been working on for the past few years. And um, yeah, and then it comes to a little bit stems from like my ability to switch jobs a lot because at one point I was like, counseling a few people about switching jobs and I was like, I don't get what's so scary. Like just you know, come up with the reason why you wanna do it and tell everyone you know, and see where you, you know, we will introduce you to whoever and then you just figure it out. And so.
1: So with that, what made me laugh is you said, what if you have no friends? You know, we do have people that really don't have a lot of friends, which also means they probably don't have a really big, big network, right? And we all know that your network is your net worth so how are you able to, I would say, increase your net worth with what it is that you have going on right now, Terawatt? How do they help someone you know, up their game and increase their worth?
0: Oh gosh, I mean, here's the main thing. I mean, I could tell you a hundred reasons why I think coaching is helpful for people, but the main one is, of course, your friends and family wanna help you, Like, right? They love you, they want the best for you. They're not trained to like help you be strategic about your life you know and that was like one of the epiphanies I had with my parents a few you know a bunch of years ago but like sometimes people react with like fear when you tell them a plan about change or they bring all the other emotions in that have to do with them that have nothing to do with you and so maybe it reduces your confidence because you think oh my goodness like I guess I shouldn't do that I shouldn't I shouldn't do that thing because they're so nervous about it. I mean, they must know more than I know. No one knows more than anyone. (laughs) I mean, they all know the same amount. But I think that like that's happened in the past for sure. Where I thought, oh, they must know a lot more than I do. And then I just stopped like talking to people, telling people about it. So I'd be like, you know, I'm just gonna do this thing and I'll just like do it. And then when I'm really, really clear about it, then I'll tell other people and see if they can introduce me to other people. And um... anyway, but I think that's the main thing with coaching is that these are people who are trained. To help you figure out a path and whether that's, you know, getting a promotion or switching careers or maybe, I mean, it could be anything getting out of a bad marriage, right? There's so many different things that like, sometimes you just need to like, listen to what you need and what you want to do and sort of do it just for you. Um, and I think they're really good at that. And that's their, you know, their life's work. And a lot of coaches also came into coaching
1: from other areas.
0: Yeah. So it's cool because they have expertise in other things. You know, some of the coaches on our website were psychologists and some were teachers and some were HR professionals. And, and now they kind of want to work with people and help them like be strategic about their careers.
1: One of the things that I have learned is you can be good at something. It doesn't necessarily mean you can teach or coach that thing, right? So 100%. in sports, you can be a great basketball player, but you might suck at coaching, right? Yeah might be an amazing um, attorney, but you might not be the best professor at USC, right? You just don't know how to communicate uh, the essential parts to other people. It's a communication situation, right? How are you uh, working with coaches to make sure that they are a good fit for your platform? Because I'm sure there's people that are gonna be watching this that are coaches, how do you, they know I could be a good fit for her platform or even that they're just good coaches,
0: you know, and until somebody. Yeah. Talks, it's really good, that's actually the number one question. The coaches ask me is they say, well, I mean, I don't want to be on a platform with a bunch of like, you know, charlatans. And <laughs> I say, don't worry, don't me either. <laughs> um, so the main thing is they're all vetted. Right. And so they all have to have their own content. So, Again, it's kind of like Airbnb or Etsy that way, where they bring their specialty to Terawatt and they teach it and they own their own content. And so part of the process is you have to you know, talk to me about what your content is and what your specialty is and how, what's your ideal client. And and really, the, the only thing that I really want is for someone to care about everyone getting better, right? Not just the people who can afford $500 an hour, right? they want to they want to serve all their communities and so like yes of course they'd love to have high paying great clients with like interesting problems <laughs> but also you can have you know group class and make the same amount hourly so for the coaches it's both like it's important for me because it's a reputation issue to have a good coach but it's also other coaches wouldn't join if there weren't good coaches you know what i'm saying like it would sort of prohibit good people from coming around so the way i do that is I like, you know i verify any kind of um You know, uh, certificates or anything like that. And then I spend a lot of time with them because it's relatively small at this point. So there's still a lot of like one on one and eventually we'll kind of figure out more of a way to automate it. But right now is really like me just saying like, yeah, you're a real person. And actually, a lot of the time in the past, it's been word of mouth that I've gotten introduced to coaches, and that's great, it doesn't have to be that way, right? Like, as long as I can spend some time with someone, they can show me, like, their slide deck or what they'd like to talk about or articles they've written, then I can kind of get a sense of their their shtick. And even if their focus overlaps with someone else's, that's fine, because, like, again, if you go into Etsy, there are millions of different kinds of earrings, right? Like, not one pair of earrings suits everyone. Or maybe one person just wants all the earrings. Like even if like we have five coaches with leadership they might want to take all the different leadership classes cuz it's different perspectives um, and so i think you know for me i don't know what i sort of pitched to coaches is really we're just trying to connect you and we have this group class with the technology and you don't have to do anything and and then those people could end up being your clients and so that's why i really love this business is because it's like a real problem solver for everyone mm-hmm. so individuals is just more affordable which is great and you get access to people you might not otherwise know like if you lived in like rural iowa and you were getting connected to like a really cool la coach like when would when would that happen you know it'd be very hard for you to connect with that person otherwise or have even find where you would go um and then but if it's a coach like they also need leads right so but it's high quality leads i mean no one wants to have new clients who won't pay them or who aren't interested in doing hard work and then the third group is that um like the hr groups so you can have like there's a big focus right now in companies supporting the career development of their employees yeah and so we're also you know pitching to hr groups and saying we're really an affordable way to give coaching to your um your middle management and lower management so it's a lot more affordable than um, paying the one-on-one coaching that you might pay for like, the C-level. Mm-hmm.
1: Now, I have to ask you in this time that we're living in, how much does diversity and inclusion play in your business? And are you guys doing anything active to, um, to bring that conversation forward?
0: Yeah, a lot. Um, it is a crazy time in this world, I have to say. Uh, you know, I've been in at least two protests in the last four years. Um, But the main thing is, yes, so we, I mean, this is kind of minor, but the most recent thing we did was we added to our website, you know, the language and specifics that, you know, we're against racist language and white supremacist language. and We do everything in our power to be inclusive. Um, And that, I, I was thrilled to, it was actually suggested by somebody else,
1: mm-hmm.
0: a woman named Rachel Rogers, who um, she had like a, a good town hall the other day, and I dialed, and it was awesome. And and it just it was like I wanted to do this kind of stuff anyway. I just it was a little bit what she said, like I just wasn't sure where to start, what I should do, and so that's for number one. That's just that's just on the website, and I think what I care a lot about is. Making sure that women everywhere are really involved and pulled into the fold. And so right now I have two um, college interns mm-hmm. and um, they're both women and they're um, one's an engineering major and the other one's a physics major. And they I actually hired them because my school, my alma mater, reached out and said, you know, we're looking for companies that want to take on, you know, remote interns. And I had thought about doing an internship, but I hadn't really gotten organized about it. And I I thought, oh my God, this is the perfect opportunity because I'm remote anyway. It doesn't, I mean, this is how I'd be very happy with this situation anyway. And so focusing on that, um, trying and like working with these guys and it's been so much fun because like I keep thinking they're like in their thirties, you know, they're like 20 you know, they're 21, 22, and they're sweet. And they they really know, they know so much too. And I think that's all I think about entrepreneurship is like a lot of this isn't really, it can be taught, but a lot of it could also just be like thoughtfulness and diligence. Um, and then the thing is, you know, it's really important to me that the company represents, the, what looks like the way the world looks, or at least America, right? So that, you know, I don't want to be all white women. I don't want to be all women. I don't want, you know, I want it to be like, all the different kinds of people there are, because to me, it always feels like things are stronger when all the different points of view are represented. And like, you know, how many examples are there of people who just like miss something really basic because they're all the same, looking at the problem the same way. And I, you know, I would just much rather have a strong company with like, you know, great perspectives where I feel like, okay, we're really covering the right, the right range of what people need and want so that I know that when I'm going forward, I'm, I i do not have this like Achilles heel, right? Like we're just, I love the whole thing with intersectionality, which is, you know, when you solve for everyone's problems, then like, it's good for everyone, you know? And I think I, I, I believe in that so much, which is like, you know, you see, uh, even now during the COVID time, it's like, you know, people are so resistant to remote work, right? And it really impacted women a lot because of the child care responsibilities at 3 p.m. I mean, and so now if you can get, so now that everyone's more comfortable with it, maybe there'll be more flexibility with people who have childcare responsibilities and maybe they can like leave early, work at night, or maybe they can Zoom in for meetings or whatever. And there could be more flexibility for things that you just can't change. You know, oh. like how, how is anyone supposed to change a three o'clock dismissal time?
1: I think a little humanity in just about every uh, genre um, of professional life is a good thing. And right now we have come to a point where you can't really avoid it. You either have a level of humanity or you're going to go stir crazy because right now is a time when it calls for it, right? You have to understand that things aren't black and white. Things are shades of gray and lots of colors in between. So I think this moment has actually set us up to be better um, once once we're out of this. Tell me a little bit more about your interns and others that you work with and your leadership style and how you're able oh, yeah. to accomplish. Uh, you know, so many awesome things at this point.
0: Yeah, so I, I was really interested when you were like talking about that a little bit in our sort of lead up to this. I, when I look back on my career and just like academic career, work, and everything, I, the happiest I ever am is when I'm given a problem to solve and told, okay, you work on this. Let me know if you have any problems. And, you know, it's you, you, you own this.
1: Mm-hmm. You own it.
0: Or thing, because if ever I'm given a problem where it's not like that, where someone's like, okay, here are the parameters, da, 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 just figure this out then okay, I'll figure that one thing out. But many times there'll be a problem because I assume the other person knew all the problems. So if I'm, if I'm going to be in charge of something, then I need to like be in charge of everything, not be sort of confined to this small area, but yet be in charge of all the other potential pitfalls. And so I just believe that like, the more you empower people to like learn on the job or um, be engaged and have ownership, I just think it's better for everyone it's, I can't, I don't, I'm not going to know everything about every single one thing. Like that would be crazy. Very egotistical of me to think that like, oh, I'm trying to intern, like, you know, don't do this, do this, do this, then get this done. Like, no, just like you tell me what you think. And if it sounds reasonable, then just go do it. Great. And I feel like, fine, you make mistakes. I also don't have this thing. I think there are a lot of people in the world have a thing about like making a mistake and it's like this horrible thing. I'm sort of like, okay, you know, I made a mistake, you know, what can you do? And I feel like, when you start a business, no one's ever done that business before. That's the whole reason you started it. So, like, you have to make mistakes. So, I don't really, wor- I don't really know why people like worry about that stuff. But I love, you know, having people like be engaged. That's really what I want. Well, I think
1: what you're saying is very empowering, and not everybody is capable of that due to um, control issues. <laughs> um, <laughs> fear of judgment. So if there is a mistake, they have a fear of judgment. That's usually why they, they won't allow mistakes to evolve in their business because they're afraid of how it's going to make them look. Not understanding the, the long-term benefits, which is you learn something or you learn what doesn't work or you give somebody an opportunity to grow right. So yeah, you have the patience of a saint clearly because not many people can. <laughs> can attest to that they're too busy being a control freak yeah
0: Yeah. no i mean but like i think but i also think that it goes in tandem with communication right so if you communicate with someone and you're saying okay keep going this is great but then you know come to me the next like juncture and let's like talk about next steps i mean it's not like i'm sending someone off and being like okay go like do this whole brand new thing on your own you know don't talk to me for three months it's kind of like, let's just keep talking and like figuring out together. And you, but you do it all, like you're just bringing me the problems. And I'm like, coach, coach player, right? Like, let's figure this out. And how can we navigate? And like, can I is it helpful for you to see, see me or what can I do to make it easier for you? And I don't know, I think that's easy. I also think that's easier, personally. Like, I just hate thinking through logistics. Like, my husband's really good at this, where he'd be like, well, if you do this and you do this, and then like these problems happen. Oh God, I hate that. So I like, I'll let the other person deal with logistics and like thinking through the pitfalls and then we'll just figure out the problems like as they come up.
1: But what you also said is very, um, it's it's a very respectable thing, which is knowing what you're good at and letting someone else do the parts that they are good at, right? Yeah. So the whole thing, you're dissecting it and saying, I can do these parts, I got it. Or asking someone else, your husband, whoever, hey, can you take care of this or guide me through that? And again, that's a situation where many people uh, feel like they lose control when they even have to acknowledge that they don't know everything. So, you know, we're talking about leaders who are consistent learners. I think you have to acknowledge you don't know everything and venture out to learn um, to be a better leader. So it sounds, how are your interns doing?
0: Oh, I love them. They're so great. I keep having fantasies about hiring them as soon as they graduate. Um, meanwhile, you know, it's like a startup, so we'll see. But um, no, they're I love them. And I, I really, I mean, they were great. You know, I hired them because they were great people and like interesting and I still feel that same way. And I think, you know, and actually it was fun because I'm really, there's a, what was it called? Project Aristotle or something that Google started. Yeah. yeah. Was trying to figure out the best teams and how they what what tied them together? Like, you know, we have all this data, all this, you know, information, how can we figure out what, what creates the best team? And in the end, they couldn't figure it out and couldn't figure it out finally it was psychological safety. And that people who feel comfortable saying, I'm worried about this or this might not work or I don't get it or whatever, those are the best teams because all the problems got brought up so that people could tackle them. And it makes so much sense. And like when I think back in my work experience, when you're, like, in a team, when you can say, like, I don't, I don't, I'm worried about this, and you can talk it through, like, that's always a better solution than when you're, like, well, I hope this is going to work, you know, because, <laughs> you know, there's probably other things you're missing, too, by the way, if it's just that one thing I'm thinking of, probably has a few things in their mind they're thinking, too, so I don't know, I, and I think about that, and so I was trying to set up the internship that sort of reflected those ideas, and, yeah. and, like, with reflect, you know, so there's, like, a point where, at the end of the week, they have to talk about what they worked on, what they are, like, frustrated by, what they learned, like, what their next thing is, what they're curious about, yep. and then on that Monday, we talk about it, and it's so interesting because it really, like, highlights for me also the arc of, like, learning a new skill a little bit, and, like, and then it creates a dialogue between the two of us, and it's a lot easier because we're, it's all remote, right? I mean, I've never even met these people in person. And so it sort of gets a conversation going too. And everyone's so different, you know, about how they sort of see the world. It's, I really love it. I and these guys are great. So
1: it's I'm glad life. to hear it. Um, I am definitely looking forward to uh, seeing more of you and what you have going on and keeping up with the company and all that good stuff. But for the people out there that are either interested in, let's say, becoming a coach on your platform or need coaching or just want to follow you because you're so dope, um let them know how to uh, stay in touch with you get in touch with you get involved in your platform uh give the people all the good stuff
0: yeah okay so let's see our website is go terawatt g-o and t-e-r-a-w-a-t-t.com um and i'm on twitter I think it's francie51 is my, I'm so not good on Twitter. I'm really just a follower and I just, I do a lot of hearts. Like a lot of, I like pound the like button.
1: I do a lot of laugh face. (laughs) At everything.
0: I follow a lot of great people. So if you want to follow me, know what to like. That could be a good (laughs) use of your time.
1: Watch what you asked for. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah. And then, and my, oh, my web, my email's all over the website too. Cause again, like I do think like that's how things get made better is by feedback. So definitely reach out to me. And, um, and one of the things we even say on our website is if you don't see what you want and it seems within this realm, like get in touch with me because right. maybe we'll build it. You know, I think that's the thing also with entrepreneurship is I think if you hold too tightly to like this one vision you have, you might lose opportunities or you could, you know, may not be as great as it could be. And so I think that you sort of take a kernel and like let it germinate and see what happens. And so that's, love- I'm just trying to do everywhere, but yeah, I'm everywhere. I mean, you can find, I'm on Instagram, but it's like a private thing. Again, I'm not good on Instagram. Like you can find me anywhere. I just, you don't really want to follow me, but what? like the business stuff for <laughs>
1: <laughs> Listen, I um, admire that you are constantly evolving, I love that you are open to learning new things. I love, love how you are empowering um, your, your staff, your interns, and those around you. I just think it's an amazing thing, and people can learn a lot from that. So, you know, I implore you all, um, get in touch. Follow good people, follow people that are still learning and leading and doing some amazing things. And I just want to thank you for um, taking the time to chat with our uh, followers and listeners. And um, let's definitely keep in touch. And anything? Yeah, that- i
0: love to, Tanya. Thank you so much, lady. This was awesome. Cool. And we, we'll keep in touch. i will be and- cuter. So I apologize. Everyone. <laughs> You're
1: silly. Anything yeah. that you need um, me to share on the platform, too, let me know if you have events or anything that
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, that-
1: for uh you know individuals that are trying to grow their careers just let me know yeah awesome
0: I, I for sure will let you know that's wonderful
1: thank you so much sounds good all right guys I'll see you soon for another edition of content is queen uh presents leaders and learners thank you